Welcome. Please, you may be seated. I'm just trying to read the nation from Ukraine. Hello, Ukraine. Wow. Oh. Warm well, greetings. Greetings to you all in all the nations. What a blessing and a blessed time to be alive. Allow me this afternoon to... Um, okay, let me just still greet people. Czech Republic is good to see you. Nigeria is on. Inspire family. Power Base Cameroon, Hope House. Heal it, Lagos. Ghana. I love you all. Good afternoon to you all. Allow me to kind of continue from Thursday, if, you, if, if I may. Um, today, of course, Thursday was code red, still code red all through the month of February. Um, then we did prepare um, on Thursday. Can't remember what today is. Uh, walk, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Walk, because we got into a scripture on, on, on Thursday, and I feel like we're going to conclude it today. But before then, let me just say to you that, um, and this may lead us anywhere, so I don't mind if I'm coordinated or not today. We'll just share thoughts from scriptures and from our experiences, so to speak. Um, the, the way to convert disciples is vision. Vision birth disciples. And so it, it had to be clear from Yehoshua Christ to Peter. Peter at the seaside trying to make a living, trying to survive. And someone comes to him and tells him to almost abandon. No, not even almost, to completely abandon what he does for a living. So the person has to say more than the kingdom of heaven. Because he can't see the kingdom of heaven, meaning Peter. I mean, Christ could see it. It's coming from there. It's going there. But Peter just needs fish and fishes in order to feed his family or whatever he wants to be in life. So Christ had to tell him, follow me and I'll make you. So we actually don't have the right to discipleship or to disciple the nation if we don't have superior vision. If we don't have the ability to see more than what they can see at the moment, we can't lead them. And why do I say that this afternoon? If what we're offering again to people is follow us, and if we're able to convince you, as we will certainly be able to convince you over time, to become more and more religious, then we will look at, see how long this is. You see what Jesus said, Yehoshua said, follow me and I'll make you. Simple. For the church is going to be follow me and Eventually, as we are going, we're going to first pretend as if we seek for you to get to heaven. Then we're going to turn on you all of a sudden. Then we're going to say, what about your money for the kingdom of heaven? Then we're going to use that money to buy an auditorium. 
then we're going to have seats in the auditorium and meet every Sunday till you finally die. But there's an assurance for you contributing money to build this church building. When you die, we'll hold your funeral here for free. Well, apart from paying the instrumentalist, you bring your own rice as well. Then the transportation for the pastor. But the whole hall is free. Because you are a member of this church. Well, if, you're, if you offend the pastor before you die, you're going to have to do it in a Catholic church. So see how long this follow me is. Because when you're witness to on the street, it's not anybody selling you any vision. A visionless man cannot give you vision. And so exactly that is what they want you to do. We're not going to buy a church building. You cannot have building without content. But the building that is needed is what Pastor Dami just showed. That's vision. As you continue, so, so the, the Power Base Institute, either it was God or destiny or purpose is committing something to you and Pastor Tolu and, and, and your leadership, the Power Base, if you die trying to achieve the hyper, hyperbolical stuff. <laughs> no, I want the hyper. Don't, I don't want to be an illiterate. I'm just, just going to say it. The hyper volume assessment. Now you have content. You have a reason why you should have a building. Otherwise, you're just building empty shells. You can go build it for 30 billion. It means nothing. If you die trying to do that, yeah, it's worth living and dying for. You, that, that vision, and I'm not just talking about the building. The building is the physical because you need it, yeah. But you can't tell me I need a building to be preaching every Sunday. Preaching emptiness. When I can actually talk an obi into also creating the same vision. But you see, his own is human psychology on gathering people. Just the science of commanding thousands of people. A service that you can export to anybody. That's the blessing. So... If Jacob blessed his kids in Genesis 49, I have the right to bless you guys. But the blessing is not you will prosper. This is the prosperity. The clarity of this vision. As you're hearing the word more, the vision is getting clearer. So, if this pretty lady here never gives birth to a child, and you will, I think you will, Never gets married. If she builds um, an international school for fashion. That's her child. So if she needs a... But the thing is, she can't just build a school for fashion out of... I like fashion. She has to find her own hyper volume. What makes this school different? Because we all know school. 
But you've presented something to us this morning. You've told us, forget the grades. We have a new grading system. There's no way finances won't come for that. Where vision is, finance comes. This is the blessing we've been talking about. And if a father will hand over anything to you, it will be the clarity of this vision. It will be. And so we're going to spend the whole of February actually giving ourselves space. This is your space. We've been saying it. You see, education is your space. This is your space. But you see, it gets clearer. It gets clearer as we're going. And so to actually manifest and write your name in the, in, in, in the book of life. Imagine, ask our Sunday school teacher, um, say your, your name, if, if you lie, your name will not be in the school of life. And I'm saying, okay, when we, would we find out whose name is there? Imagine you find out when you are dead. But the, but, but, but the, but the title of the book is the book of life. I just don't get these things. I don't know if they make sense to you anymore, but like, I don't get it. But I understand it, that the entrance into that life is death. But you see, as a child, you ask the Sunday school, that just throws him off. He's just thinking, oh, shoot, that makes sense. But he just thinks, I'm not on it. You stop asking me those questions. The book of Purpose. What took you extra suffering to achieve your walk with God? And we've all, a, a basic national should know now that nation building and making things work has nothing to do with Christianity. Yeah? Nothing to do with your faith. People build nations. That includes the Muslim, the Buddhist, the Hindu and the atheist. Um, a functioning nation blesses all. God makes the rain fall on the good and the bad. So when you create institutes, it's not a Christian school. It's a school. But you see, what matters in that building is the ideology that prompted you to have that vision. It's called kingdom. So once kingdom, the word of God and purpose has been declared over your life, you began to function in that direction and it will cost you. It will cost you living engineering. That means for a short while and short while in Bible stuff can be like long while. But it's actually short in comparison to the purpose for which you took the step that you took. If COD is going to build an international school, for example, of human behavior, how to gather people. If they're going to be eventually, the younger ones among you will be service provider. They just know how to get people to show up somewhere. It's because something kicked off that ideology. If 
God men will be leaders. These are not things you pray people into. You don't pray. You can't pray. Nobody can pray you into institute. So imagine all the Pentecostalism that we've heard all our lives. You guys definitely have heard the word. I'll pray you into... You've heard it. You know it's a lie, right? You're still afraid, right? So don't let me talk against the Lord. The Lord is talking against you. Kill or be cured. <laughs> it's, it, you can't, so ex, question is, I'm just laying foundation. Question is, if I looked at you, Pastor Dami, Pastor Lu, so we're going to pray you into institute. Do you know those of us who are praying, we as prayer warrior or whatever we were, anointed warriors, whatever, do we know hyper volume? So exactly what were we praying you into? What is our idea of school? We don't know hyper volume. We know that's we praying you into that which we have no idea of. But when, when, when you've had the comprehension of vision, you know that the world changes every so 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 number of years. There must be people God is raising to reshape all the mountains. They can't just declare themselves as Christian or born again. They are just people. In, the, in, in front of, of Pharaoh, it's none of, I mean, in front of Pharaoh, it's none of Pharaoh's business if Joseph comes and says how spiritual he is. It means nothing. He doesn't care if he prays or not. He doesn't care about his religion. Famine is going to come to the world who has God raised to, to preserve the world. It's simple. That's the book of life. There's going to be famine of ideology. Famine of quality leaders. Famine of all the lines God has brought you into. Who as God raised. And working for God is therefore not easy. I told you, you write these things with your own blood. Your problem is peculiar to you. But there are guidelines to your vision. These are now the places that we reach and we can now have real conversations. The void of every, you know, what spirituality makes you do, the fake spirituality is to, when you can't push in thinking anymore, it, it, it helps you to abandon it. Say, um, God is in control. Because you don't want to think about it anymore. Whereas, any problem a person has, if you dedicate time focused on thinking through it, you'll get a way out. You see, but let's say we'll pray you into it. Now praying you into institute. So what is then the prayer? You'll come under the word, you're obeying your sowing, you're obeying your sowing, and what you're here for 
your own book of life is getting clearer to you by the day. Guess what would happen? As it's getting clearer to you, first, God protects the people he really wants to use from you so that you don't abuse them. Because if your vision, and, and those who are home, I, I'm looking at you too, so if I'm facing this place, just know I'm talking to you. Um, it, it, that vision, if it is important to God, he has people that he has created to hate you, to finance you, and to make it work. If the vision is not clear, when they come, you'll turn them to something else. And you won't know you're doing any bad. So, a pioneer walk, a kingdom walk does not start with crowd. As a matter of fact, most times, it's not even crowd. Crowd most times are unprotected people. And you don't protect something that is useless. Priced procession is what God brought to this house. But I also had to grow to understand the use. Otherwise, you guys want to be partners, co-partners with each other, and co-partners with myself in this work. You'll be subservient. You know, that's what pastors make out of crowd. Observant, someone is just saying, yes, my, yes, sir. I, I, you know African church already. It's like everybody's crawling, everybody's rolling on the floor. You know them. And that bigs up the big man. And that's fine. But you see, there's misuse now. Because there's no vision. Actually, can we see that scripture? And I want to do something. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Do you understand the word perish, friends? Religion is the number one perish place. Vision that creates followership can be taken from someone and replaced with fasting. Imagine all I just see a PO as is a fasting machine and a prayer warrior. No, seriously. If it was just for religion and the church we met, that's what we would be doing. Just so you know, we're not too far from me because it sounds far-fetched, right? There was a time I'll be leading prayer and bondus, and this man will sit behind me and we say, hey, amen, hey, amen, hey, amen. Anyone ever came across that video before? You guys were going to perish. I was taking you towards perishing. Bondus, you know, prayer at night. What's Bondus' business with prayer? He shouldn't be praying with his pastor online. There's no need. He needs to be in the club we opened yesterday, making sure money flow is flowing. Well, the, the, the club we... No, we didn't open a club, guys. We didn't open a club. We participated... <laughs> but you see they love pity yeah at that point and I believe hopefully it's still to this point if I was 
do in the Muslim prayer, they'll join me. They love PT. But you see why God could lead them to me? It trusts that as I advance, I will not stick to what I know because I'm not going to call it um, the cash cow. When I know that we should move past this, we could evolve quickly. Our pastors don't want to. Because they don't trust that Obi, out of just goodwill, in court, will actually feel dedicated to sow 100k every month. So they have to keep doing that thing. And say, you know, the Lord showed me something. There's going to be three days fasting. It's just the money. So I've, I've started teaching those who are the few big men remaining in church. So when your pastor says all that, just tell him, I'll send you money. Don't punish me. Don't try to subdue me. I've, I'm already subdued. It's fine. I saw one of our friends. I've got to share this. I made up my mind not to, but I will. So one of our friends said, you guys know him. He's been to all your houses to try to come and see what you guys do. He's got a big church, whatever the hell that means. Um. So I saw this guy joining another pastor in Nigeria for a reviver in a remote town. The guy he's joining is also a prophet. They are both sweet talk talkers. You know what came to my mind? I just thought, you see the people in that village, they have no chance. They are done. <laughs> like, already you've got a spell on them. They are finished. Then you bring this guy like, how much more can you people get from the poor? <laughs> so I would say, this operation flees the hell out of the poor. Because you already, they're already in the cage of the other guy. And you think I'm guessing, I told the guys this morning, I said, because the other guy told me before, I'm thinking, look at this gist. I'm just gisting you. I'll get into scripture in a minute. Look at this. The other man has told me, these are very popular guys. Your parents adore them. They love them. They are part of your parents' problem. Whatever they told your parents is still affecting you. So anyways, he's told me before. He said, oh, I don't like so-so-so. I said, why? He said, um, um, it messed me up money-wise. You know, when you have messed up money-wise, you say, okay, you did business together. He said, I said, so what business? Like, oh, he said, no, no, no. Um, we did a crusade together. And um, <laughs> so, you know what the guy did, yeah? I've got the gist, you guys. Just let's play around and I'll get serious. You know what he did? They had a crusade. And after crusade, they would have like 200 people who would now come for personal prophecies or personal stuff. So they share the people equally. But the problem is that the other man of God has gone to do side Ozu, where the hotel where they are staying, he's gone to another hotel and redirected people there. So the other man of God is just waiting there. Nobody's coming. People don't want prophecy. So he clocked later that, no, they were being redirected to the other guy. So he chopped all the money of the old 200, let's say, and the other one clocked later. This is so, are, are you then doing revival together? It's like, now, because you've done that to each other, it's like you said, look, let's squash this beef here. Yeah? Let's make new money. 
<laughs> New people just came to this village. Squash this thing and let's just, let's just, I promise you this time around. They say, okay, so we'll be monitoring. I'll know what to tell you. And so he'll have his boys out. He said, who is going where? <laughs> We, we, we will never, you'll never go to an impoverished nation. Let me describe poverty to you. If you give, you cannot say they are taking from the poor because you are not poor. Poverty is a combination of two things. Age is already against these guys you're taking from. And you know there is nothing you can promise them that is going to happen. This, I don't want to mention age. You're not, you definitely don't believe that God is going to raise her. You know it's not true. She doesn't have time to make money. If you give a million, if that's all you have, Obi, 29. If you give a million, you're rich. Because you'll go back to make it. Anything can happen. But you see the people they are talking to? No chance. That's fleece people. And what makes it worse is, you're now going to tell them, based on the fact that when you do this, a blessing is coming. You certainly don't think a blessing is coming to that guy. You certainly don't think so. I'm not rebel rousing against persons, just laying foundation of something. But, but most times also you've discovered that those who are victims of those things, they deserve it. Because they've had many years of rejecting the truth. Many years of rejecting nation building. But you see, if you give in power base... And all you live for is to see that hypervision come to pass. You've lived for something. It's even worth dying for. But if all power-based leaders are saying is just give and God will bless you. They say no. Give so that we remain attached to the root that raised us. Our vision becomes clearer. We have a future together. That's why I said it will cost you all. It will cost you even people. As your vision is getting clearer, God will begin to remove people that were just placeholders and begin to fix stakeholders into your midst because not, not them. You now know how to use them better. You know why God puts them there. When, when humans transit, and this is what we're trying to tell the Nigerian church, when humans transit from congregation into real builders, when God gives us visionary leaders that can walk with a Liam like a Pastor Nikki, and she might be coming ordinary, but as the vision is getting clearer to Pastor Nikki, she's knowing that near Lear is not just a congregation. Lear is not just a crown of, I have 10 people in my church. These are not just numbers. 
numbers is what the world wants to make us. NI number, you're just a number. Now when you come to the ecclesia and your pastor is also done making you into numbers. As powerful as numbers are, when we come to family setting, we are saying, can we find visionary leaders who know that if they don't evolve, they will make others perish. So, Yehoshua had a grand plan. Yes, they were expecting to be rulers of this world. They were expecting to get the king or the throne of Herod with him. But Christ is saying, no, not that throne. There is a bigger throne. But he didn't say, when you die, Peter. He said, on this revelation, I will build my church. Yes, Peter's job was difficult. None of the disciples of Christ died well. Let's just get this thing straight. But how they died doesn't matter what they did with life. Why? Because we know many men, oh, we don't know many men that have died well. They said, so so just passed away. So who is that? Then they said, died peacefully in his sleep. I would rather that he went to Afghanistan fighting, then we will know him. He died, he passed away peacefully. This is a guy who did, just didn't fight. Just didn't fight. So if COD used their own life, because at a point you will ask, but Grace, she would have to answer a question at a point in life. Yes, so you follow this obi or a pity for this long. What is it? What did you bring? And in the real harvest of nation, she's just a, a real man never stops project. A woman. She's just pointing to something. Saying, wait, we're still building. This is greater than the temple of Solomon. Do you know how long it took them to build the temple of Solomon? The wisdom, the expertise. And the day they opened it, which is what the church still refers to. We've just moved into 87. Hey, this woman comes and says, the glory of the temple of Solomon will come into 87A for God's sake. And we're waiting for the glory of... The, it's just be worshipping like it was in the Solomon's temple, really. 87A is like... The glory is saying, I, I don't, I don't want to be roaming around. I'm not coming there. But you see, as great as the temple of Solomon is, yeah, one day the kings of the world destroyed everything. As in, the greater kingdom came and, and destroyed it all. So forget about all this Bible myth and Jewish folklore. They are not sacred. You understand? This, the temple of Solomon is not sacred. It's a description of something greater. Leadership of Solomon is what is sacred. The building is not sacred because if it's sacred, then the glory, the fire that came down the day they opened it should have prevented the bigger king from destroying it. No, the king matched them with ammunition and pulled everyone out and took all the people God's people and put them in chains and made, him, made them come work for him in his country. All these anointed people ended up building bridges and gutters. 
doesn't matter. It is leadership. Where there's no vision, tell me quickly. Where there is no vision, the people perish. They, the word is perish. This is vision. This is the first stop point for anything called revival. People who are willing to be visionary leaders. And that starts from the youngest of us. But you see, Leah, we wouldn't know if you're ready. How old are you again? Uh -huh. We won't know if you're ready without the kind of target. I don't know if Pastor Nikki chose target your way. You don't look like a target person. You look like a worshiper. But just joking. If she's not trying to target your way, we won't know if you're ready. We won't know you differently from just a lady that grew up where? Where were your parents living? Huh? Austin. Austin. Okay. Austin or West London. Northwest London. So you might as well be that person. But you see what's changed? The same body, the same look. Probably have mates that are like you, look like you, but something has changed in your program box. You've seen Pastor Nikki. Now, your next question as you're now 25 is what are we going to build next? Because that would then dictate who you will marry. Who your friend will be. The lead, that leadership also have to keep evolving. Because, the, so imagine this. If we are saying that Africa is perishing. Do you know why? Where there is no vision. And it never said where there is no prayer. So you must cry for Africa because as vision dies more, they pray more. What a blind spot. You'll be shocked. You're wondering, can you guys not just see why? I heard a friend told us a published story today. Imagine somebody has gone to pick prostitute overnight. He wakes up in the morning. 6 a.m. And he's hearing as he's waking up, hey man, hey man, hey man. Yeah. Then he's thinking, what's going on? Still half naked. But there's an online prayer meeting she joins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now normal. Yeah, yeah. look, you guys are shocked, but that's what's going on in that nation right now. They've been turned to zombies. So, I don't want you to imagine that was you that picked the prostitute, but that's so... You picked a prayer warrior prostitute who honestly does not miss 6 a.m. prayer. What an unfortunate pig. It's crazy. So, but you, you, obviously you know the prostitution is not my issue. 
you know what my issue is. It's the fact that a country has just come to its knees to believe these religious dwarfs to a point where there's complete desensitization. Vision. You know, I, I took a minute to think about our parents. I'm just still everywhere. I'll, I'll coordinate this and close. I just came to mobilize. I thought about our parents and I'm thinking, do you know, it's not that deep to raise a child. You know that, right? It's not that deep. I just, as I thought more about them, and I'm not talking about mine specifically, and I'm also not talking to the exception of mine. So, what I'm saying is that this may not be, it's not a blanket throw. First thought is, why were they so hungry? I, I don't understand. They're so angry. So when they are supposed to tell you the etiquette of a girl, a lady, a girl child, how a girl child should carry herself, how she should behave, what her focus should be from seven years old, just telling them, just coaching them like a life coach. They just slapped you to tell you. They, they shout. Get, get out! You're wondering, why are you so angry? You could have just said, no, I don't think it's that way. And you train the person. Of course, when children are babies, they need certain straightening. But at a point where they can comprehend, I just don't know why they were so angry. If vision is missing, you will need force. That's my, next, that's my number two talk. You see, in Africa, to get people to line up, adult, Soldiers will come out with cane. Someone's father, you say, move! Then you start, bah, bah, then they will start lining up. You need force. It should tell you the decadence. Another translation says, where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. A lawless country is not because the people are bad. There's just no vision that keeps them in shape. You guys have young people in your house. Young people, what stops them from living mad? If we want to call it mad, which will be normal for young people. How do I put this now without sounding too vulgar? You as Pastor Obi, you have a guy and a girl in the car. They've gone to drop you now. You've gone to prayer mountain, let's say. They are going on by themselves. What stops them from consummating? So that I avoid words, right? That's even a madder word. What stops them from doing whatever they want to do with themselves? And I'm not saying 100% they don't. But look, even if they do, they're still restrained to an extent 
In most cases, they don't. You know why? You're in front of them. You're not there anymore at that point. But your vision is powerful enough for a young person who is trained to be selfish and to be attractive to each other. That vision restrains them just the way it restrains you. It's not that it restrains you because you don't have appetite for it. It's just the vision is more powerful than your own pleasure. That's the only thing. And even when you fall, when you make mistakes, vision still corrects you back. So when it says people cast off restraint, these are the things I need you to replace some fake gospel we were taught about. Because these are the entry point into even now knowing who Christ is. Without this, there's nothing to ask people to follow you to do. So when people say, well, you know, as a pastor, I'm not saying, uh, I mean, I, I, not me now. You have pastors who live a non-disciplined life. Please, um, wearing shirt and tie does not make you disciplined. It just means you are broke, normal. Normal. Like, everybody gets broke. Either you are disciplined or not, you can wear cheap shirt and cheap trouser. So it's not, oh, because I'm disciplined, I don't dress like this. No. Normal, you don't have. Let's not be lying on discipline. As a matter of fact, if you are disciplined, you would have. But anyways, when they, you'll read it in a minute. I forgot why I mentioned the pastor, but let's just read this. ASV. Ah. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. They will cast off restraint. So when you see a loose canon nation, they just don't have visionary leader enough to make them behave well even when they are not there. People still commit offense anyways. But you do know that Africans one is without restraint. Because the vision and the person trying to carry the vision does not have that kind of respect enough for you to think that there is a presence over, what's the name of your house, sir? Over Hope House, even though pity is not there. I don't think, no matter how bad Hope House wants to be, I don't think at night you have, what's the vision that pastor saw? When he came, okay, I won't say. I don't think at night, I don't think at night you're all smoking weed and playing loud music and your friends come. I don't think so. Yes or no, sir? <laughs> but, but, but if young people have those kind of access, a nice car, a nice house, that's what they'll do. What then is holding you back? Everyone held back from that outside of vision will eventually fall. It's either they will eventually fall or they don't even have those things. So when young people say, I just worship Jesus, I'm living holy. One, you definitely don't have a G-Wagon. <laughs> Certainly not. Uh, <laughs> it's a Ford Focus. <laughs> you definitely don't have those things. If you're well equipped... And you are well restrained. 
There is something more than the promise of heaven. There is visionary leadership and right fatherhood. It's more than heaven. A young man with some of the access you've got, you will not be restrained by the thought of when I die, will I be in heaven? You won't. It's vision. Every seed that is outside of vision is a waste of money. So imagine if we left the world to it. But now, every seed we've gone to use it to buy an auditorium. That's a classless, visionless leader who, out of laziness, has refused to evolve. Still wanting a Johanna to come into a building every Sunday and build nothing. Follow me and I will make you. That's what he said. So in our mobilization then, what makes us cast this kind of restraint and give all we have? Vision. I think you can look at who is standing in front of you and say, I think this guy is going somewhere. And at every point where you then need to go becomes clearer. So I call these fundraiser series for a purpose. Vision is why we will never be a taking church. As in it's tempting to be. But we must never be. You know what a taking church means? It means you, you are depending on the masses to sponsor you. So when we're finishing now, not now, normal church, you then paste account numbers. We are the given church. Not the taking church. So if you're part of the givers here, it's because you are the given person. You are the one who makes the given church function. You're not takers. You build. You build. I, I, we're going to go back to that scripture as well. Because now you're sowing for your own city. Why? Because you can see a pity with all of you getting into spaces. I think I was telling Stephen and Alex yesterday. We're just joking in the, um, uh, uh, the prayer meeting we were in. Saying, you see, the kind of mobilization we know, right? Uh, if someone is to be one and that person is in hell, the hell that Christians run from, uh, hell, I don't want to go to hellfire, we will be there, chilling in a corner. If that person likes, it can be Satan's assistant. If we can win him, we will be in hell. I will say, come. Then I told them something. As they look at everything, Alice was saying, I'm actually in horror. Like, what is this? I'm saying, you see the people downstairs? You're not winning their souls. You see those souls? They've sold the, you know when people say they've sold their soul to Satan? You now know the story, right? 
People are looking, people are carrying their soul everywhere, and they're saying, Where are you, Satan? Do you know? Do a transfer. Wire me the money. You know how the world talks about rich people? So that's Illuminati. Then we've been waiting for them. They never show up. Because it's like Illuminati just meets you on this street and says, You want to be part of us? You say, Yes. Say, Oh, 20 million. So you say, Pastors walking through the street saying, Where is the Illuminati? Please help me. Can't pay the rent for the church. Those souls are gone, but there's one joker here. If you get the person that gathers them, if you get the one that they feel entertains them, that's what you need. Then we've discovered that you cannot get the person that we used to think that get the person that gathers them is the person then comes to church. No, they need to give you enough respect, create your own space for you. And these are the highest guys in your city. So once you have a pastor that's someone that don't need their money, because they are doing their thing anyway, and a pastor can say, they run down. It's simple. Now, what is the job of the mobilizers? You begin to get into their ranks and defile it with love and joy. To mobilize the world. Now, getting into their rank then means what I mean, the, the, the guys were telling me yesterday there'll never be a pastor in this place. Imagine a London pastor in, um, and said, for two reasons. It's simple. He will fall. He will fall. He won't come back. So God will not trust him. Guys going to be there and we just think, wow, wow, wow. I don't know this goes on in the world. It's never seen the world. So, oh, wow. We see things, but I say, wow. Where, 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 imagine, so think about these guys. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm just mobilizing. I want you to think for a minute, like yesterday night now. And I'm not emphasizing yesterday. Now. We've got many nights like that. You, this is not longer near to us. Just think for one minute. Where were the pastors? I'll tell you where they are. Normally. They're praying for today's service. To see people that they've been seeing for the last 15 years. That means mom. That means dad. Pastor Sam's mom or dad. Herbal's dad. They say, oh God, move in the life of your people. Um, these people are good people. They've already moved to... They, look, those moms I mentioned and that, no matter what you tell them, they already know what they want to do. If you like scream, they already have your offering prepared. And then they'll give you. So, what are you shouting about? It's ineffective... It doesn't please the Lord. It's a waste of resources. I'm asking you, could read mobilization, finance and souls. Well, why am I taking my time to do this? It's vision. Gradually, 
the vision of what we mean, what a pity means, is showing up in this city. You're getting what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that there should be no, a, a pastor in a city should know everybody and they should hear him. You should have asked because as long as that city has the good, the bad, the ugly, it has to be connected to all of them. If pastoring means shepherding, you cannot abandon a, a, a path and choose a convenient path. Pastors work on people that gives them no stress. She's already a Christian. She just came from this church to this church. You don't need to, to show any wisdom. Tanisha, if you're going to with Goldman or Goldhouse, if you're going to be the best event manager or floor manager, what restrains you to be able to carry that out is vision. Vision is self-leadership. It means you can lead yourself when nobody is there. Because of a higher vision, a, a higher intention. This vision. So nobody is there. But you're just going to do almost, almost all the time what is right. And nobody is there. As God, anyway, scriptures, please. Let me start closing. They so said, What do you mean, could read fundraisers? You know why we're so involved in our sales finances? It tells me your focus on finances. Because you see, the mind gets distracted easily. You're looking at a person and they look so cool. But you see behind that two glasses, the madness going on in the head. They will be embarrassed to show you. There's all kinds of thought. She's thinking, I wish I have that shoe. So she'll be embarrassed to tell you. So we already know that's how the mind works. With target and mobilization, we're saying you will be straightened. You'll have so much constant problem that you will not be able to do frivolity thoughts. Constant. As, as in, look, this is what you should fear about your leaders. This is an issue. If you feel prompted by the Spirit to go and sow 20K, it just tells us, so there's more there. It says, well, you know, that's all I've got. No, no, whatever made you made it. That means you can do 40. Now, people will be scared to just say, no, if you still do that on the other side, you're still messed up. So they give you a bigger problem because they are just saying, you see this mind, this mind that is so stubborn, this mind that never wants to produce anything, we're going to have to make it fruitful by force. The vision Pastor Dami showed us and all of you are showing in your own different areas. 
They are forced. But they are your nature. If it is not forced, you won't, you won't, you won't want to do it. But now you are in the midst of the pool now. And we cannot afford to be like our ancestors. The immediate ones. Whose focus in life is just about the things that have no eternal values. Things that have no benefit to mankind. And no benefit to mankind including themselves. The whole of Nigeria is praying now. Why? Because we have no vision. I say, stand up from the place of prayer and go and raise your kids as vision people. Accept that you, your generation has missed it. You've got to accept that. Instead of plunging them, plunging them into another dimension of misery called church. If you see how I was begging my knees in Canada, yes, I said, please don't go to church. You've left Nigeria now. Don't go to church. Say you're a pastor. I said, yes, that's why you should believe me that you shouldn't. You understand? If I was a Babylon now, you would think I'm anti Juju man. You would think I'm anti church. But I'm a pastor. That's why I can tell you that please, of course, watch the nation online. But you know what I mean by church. Don't go. Nothing is going to happen. Well, I mean, if there's a white people's church around you and you just want to spend time, that's fine. But once a black person lands there, it is the same migration that got you there that got him there. Once he lands say, ah, in this city, Jesus will take over. Just say, I'm not, I'm not on it. They're going to plunge us into another season of misery. A people who don't challenge their minds to think and create. A people who wait until they saw their continent go down the, the drain. Waiting for God to come down. A visionless people. A restrainless people. A people who, re who, 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 who reject everything that is sound. Sound judgment they don't want. Anything sound. They don't want it. But you see, I'm not talking about Africa. I'm talking about Africans. So it doesn't matter where you go. A people who defines wealth by how many cars your senator has in his compound. Look, in what world does this make sense? Your own lawmaker has like 10 Rolls Royces. And you live in shanties opposite. It makes no sense. Do you understand what I'm saying? It makes no sense. Is your worker. Okay, so... You employ him because if you vote for someone, you've employed him. So imagine that I mean, you employ someone in power base, yeah, and this guy has like a helicopter. But you and Pastor Lugo forbid, you you just manage to get by. It becomes senseless. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, you employ the person to make you money. To make you rich. It can't be the other way around. 
So if it's the other way around, it means he's stealing from you. And it, it doesn't end with the fact that he's stealing from you. It's the reason why you are poor. Because he's taking what belongs to you. I heard this morning that the number of pastors in Nigeria is actually more than a certain whole country. It's on, these people are sick, man. Like a country that is a country that is 19 million. Nigeria has more than 19 million pastors. <laughs> and that would have been a God-fearing country, you would say. But I told you that international ratings said infidelity, Nigeria is number one. So you then wonder. As Nigeria has the biggest churches and the biggest gathering, like they gather two million people. So you wonder, the infidels, who are they? Who are they? Ah, they also rank second, listen to this, second in the whole world, this evil world. Nigeria ranks second in paternity fraud. In this old evil world, every evil world, every evil that happens in the world is second in, you know, paternity fraud. So you carry someone's child and give to somebody. <laughs> they said exchange. So no money fraud, forget that one. Paternity fraud is, we rank number two. This is a prayerful nation. So it should tell you that whatever they are practicing is not true. They should exchange Christianity for vision for vision. Take Christianity out and put vision. Because you see with vision, yeah? You're not saying people should not be infidel or whatever. You're just saying, okay, can we focus on nation building? So we're not pretending that we are holy. We are sinners like this country. At the same time, at the same time, guys, Christianity has become in this country what they now call a minority religion. You understand? It's now rated as minority. Imagine the people that brought us Christianity in their own country now. It is now a minority. So you Christians, you are in the minority. But you see, that's the problem with black. We were black minority. Then they started being for us, black and minority people. Then your religion again makes you double minority. Two times minority in one lifetime. And you wonder what exactly did I do wrong? But they are praying nations. Everybody's praise. So we realize that it is not prayer that is the issue. It is vision. Where there's no vision, the people perish. This is not my plan for today, but I'll just stay with it and see it through. I was going to go through a thought with you, but I think it's still fine. Imagine Jesus, 
let's actually hear from Bible, yeah? Look, vision is a whole Bible on its own. And that's why I'm saying if they remove Christianity and put vision, they would have... Look, Africa has studied Christianity for so long. We are even saying, okay, chill now. Can we study vision for 10 years? Again, maybe you redirected my thought this month because I'm just seeing vision. And I know the same is going on in houses. I see what basketball nation is doing. It's called vision. And every vision starts like a joke. The element we want to remove from our vision is that is by Christ and for Christ. But I don't need to tell people. They won't even understand it. The God of this world has blinded them. So they say, what's a pastor opening a, a nightclub? Are you going to go explain to them that? It, imagine me now showing us it's for Christ and by Christ. They say, hmm, hmm, Christ, club. That's a prostitute talking, though. They say, never for my Jesus of Nazareth. So you know his hometown. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus from Nazareth. Jesus from Pakistan. Jesus of Nazareth. Tapped people. Tapped. Religion has messed their mind up. So have you been to Nazareth? So the people then pick it, we call pretender. <laughs> religious colloquialism does not make you spiritual. This is what makes you spiritual, vision. To be able to dream what normally your family line won't. But the last time I checked for your family line, Pastor Dami, with due respect, you're good Christians, isn't it? Good Christian. Your dad probably occasionally speaks in tongues. Or maybe. He's an engineer. He may not do those things. But certainly your mom will speak in tongues. 100%. 100%. You see, Nigerian prayer pastors are so smart. They don't get the man first. They get the woman. Those ones, they will be hot heads. Say, ah, no, my husband, I'm a praying woman. A praying woman, that's the pastor is tracking her, tracking her, get her into the gate. He knows if I get this guy, I'll get the guy. A praying woman, but paternity fraud is number one. So what's going on? <laughs> Every woman in Nigeria is a praying wife. Say, I'm a praying um, wife. <laughs> <laughs> paternity fraud is one so exactly what are the people doing it how so everybody you turn to in Nigeria even a Muslim woman she still goes to church to pray it's a praying wife you guys remember there was a time one of our aunties introduced the movie to us first, almost forced me to watch he said war room 
Yeah, it's like some women praying stuff. But it's not the word you know. It's nonsense. It's just a movie became popular among Christians. They just have a room where they are praying about their husband. So these, these, these little-minded, insecure women. Insecure. So as they are getting older, they are seeing younger girls. Then they form a war room. That's not the gist of the film, but that's the gist I came up with. You're just insecure and you're afraid. Said, I've declared there'll be no Jezebel in my house. And Jezebel said, I can send another person. Doesn't matter. You don't have to be Jezebel. There are still many of them in the Bible. Imagine a woman telling me, I don't want, not Jezebel will enter this house. I'm thinking, but your husband is a security guard. (laughs) Jezebel entered the house of a king. You're insulting Jezebel. Jezebel feels insulted. He said, this man, I don't like him. There's nothing to take from this guy. The security guard at 60. You're telling me about no Jezebel. Let me tell you, as a matter of fact, there's nobody that needs Jezebel like you. You people, your husband and your wife, you need Jezebel. Because she's a symbol of power and wealth. Don't, don't, you see, you know why I'm taking time to say this. Religious colloquialism can replace vision. And you will think you're being close to God. Our vision must be so scary that it intimidates people. Once you intimidate people, the right people will start talking to you. Vision is a natural filter. It's just you've because of leadership you've evaluated yourself and no matter how difficult it looks you've just decided we're not coming down from where i am i'm not going to reduce my vision just to let you come in my life so no matter how angry people are that you drive a rosary and that you look this way let them be angry don't go and shortchange yourself because of their feeling. And people say, well, you guys think you're more perfect and holier. You do know that the only reason why people highlight your mistakes, publish it, put it on YouTube, put it on there, put it on. You, you do know the reason, right? Let me not assume. It's because you've intimidated them so much that they want to show the world that, alas, Uh, that's Bible word, isn't it? Elijah's tough. <laughs> Alas, they are not that perfect too. So don't be looking at me like I'm a failure. They are, <laughs> they are just doing this and that to get by. That's why they do it. Because I'll tell you, whatever faults they say you have, their brother, their mother, their father, they do it. And they see it every day. But they are not scared of those ones. God created a small nation 
made them so powerful and see the master God told them, look at vision. He said, all the nation of the earth is yours. Unbelievable. See vision. He said, everything. He said, you see the Amorites, the Amalekites, the Philistines. You're seeing their ranks standing there like mighty elephants. And God says, oh, oh, that's just your own territory. Then he commands them to start the actualization of this vision. Like he commands you to start the actualization of it. You started the actualization of this vision you're now showing us. When you took the first step out of that fold. When you left security for insecurity. Because a visionless life settles you too quick. And say, see, I have a mortgage. But damn it, Tolu, if you have a mortgage, the whole thing is 250K or so. Please, what is that compared to these kids? But what made you say to at that time? No vision. But you're not working Christian. You probably pray. You go to church. But look at the person's church you go to. He's dead. Not because he's not living life anymore. But he's not living life anymore anyways. But not because he's now in a coffin. He's dead because he lacks vision. So you can't leave such a person to oversee a dummy. He'll perish. He's going to tell you about institute. Power base? No. There's already a structure. Get a job. Work. When is your marriage day? You get married. You have kids. And of course, you will be, because you are into like, um, academically uh, smart, um, you, you will be a top engineer. Please. Can anybody tell me in 2023 the name of the top engineer in the world? You don't know. And you will never know. And you don't need to. Yours is to enter his train and go where you are going. You don't know. But how many people are at that top? Let's even say you get there, maybe. How many are they? But if you have hyper volume and you create something that people will normally not do, then we will know you know God. Then we will know you've broken free from the bloodline which is not bad it's just irrelevant look irrelevance is as bad as bad because irrelevance just leaves everybody to perish every single person so sin is not the problem yes sin causes death a blind person Is worse. And you see, what is even more worse is a blind leader. Christ calls it the blind leading the blind. So when we critically look at our churches, including those who say they are young people's church, and all, when you look at their pastor, you look at them, say the blind is just leading the blind. 
But we've got a joker, that's you. Got a check, that's you. If we can all walk in the discipline of this vision, I will see this discipline. And I told you on Thursday, there's nowhere else seed ends than in reaping in joy. So if I ask a dummy today, if he has no leadership, if I ask him the knowledge to have started this or to even see this or 10 million, he'll say 10 million, right? Why? If your father was Bill Gates, would you choose 10 million? Forget Bill Gates, just a real millionaire, even from Africa. Would you choose 10 million? You won't choose 10 million. At that point, you want to do something new. But we will choose 10 million again because we're coming from nowhere. And we think 10 million is more powerful than vision. But this is going to work over a billion. To be or not to be is in your hand. It's not God. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, they obey no spiritual order. They are the spiritual order. Seed time and harvest does not obey nothing. It is the thing. This is why we are particular about seeding. It is a system. It is spirituality. It is life. It's not, well, you know, imagine someone said, someone <laughs> abused a pastor. By abuse, not, you know what you guys call abuse. Abuse means to us, verbal, just say, oh, look at your nose, look at your head, or whatever, yeah? Then the mom says, um, you shouldn't, because the Bible says, there we go. The Bible says, touch no my anointed. And we said it this morning. As a matter of fact, you see that scripture? God was talking to Jews in Canaan. When did your pastor become a Jew? Are you people in Canaan? <laughs> so it is not, well, you know, if I give, and maybe someone cursed me before, it won't work. See, don't work like that. It's a thing by itself. It's a spiritual principality. He already dictates his hand. Nothing can change the course. Because nothing can change the direction of where seed takes you. Because it's a thing. Nobody. God already said it. As long as the earth is there, seed time and harvest will not cease. So we've answered the question, is the earth here? Yes. So nothing touches seed. Curses don't touch it. You can't be a sore and be feeling like, well, I never, I, sometimes I just have bad luck. It doesn't matter what you feel you have. Seed is there. It goes in its own direction. 
And that's why we're spending time to explain to ourselves why we so. Vision, leadership, visibility is why we so. And God begins to bless. So if there is anyone that came and God did not give them to me, they won't be blessed. It doesn't matter how long I'm praying for them for. How do you then know who God has given you? With all the leadership set in place, their mind will begin to take to certain vision. They will just love Obi, the people in COD. They will just love Miriam, the people in Love House. They will just love Pastor Sam. They are at God is connecting generations. Because he knows that everyone under in court, a pastor Nikki, a pastor, is also now protected by a superior visionaire. And as she becomes a, a custodian of that vision with responsibility more, God gives her people. So I've told leaders, if you feel the right people are not there progressively, it's you, not them. There's still something you have to work on. Uh -huh. There's still an anger in you that can scatter things. And, but you see who God is bringing. There are no people you lord it over at this stage. Stages. That's why a leader must progressively growing, evolving, becoming more powerful and changing styles too because they are now realizing that God is just entrusting things and people into your hands. They get more disciplined with words. They get more disciplined with talk. They get more disciplined with what they say in front of who. They get more disciplined. Because you know as a human, you just point ends to who is at fault. Say, so, yeah, he did this. But if you look closely and understand the consequence of how you're feeling now, you'll realize that God was just working on you. As a matter of fact, seed was working on you because you've sown so much now that there's a new break. And seed is trying to push it through. But seed says, you know, issue is the earth is bringing forth its fruit. But you can't reap it. They will ripen and rotten. And rot, pardon me. Because the harvester does not know what to do with the fruit. So, question to power base as I try to close and to all the houses of vision, all the house, all departments who have vision. Two things disciplines us in this house. How given. Look, if Pastor Sam turns to you and say, you know, you're running a business now for three months or four months or five months or ten months or whatever, how come you've not been able to so let's just say just 10k a month? It's not asking for your money. Issue is, you'll survive. The work will survive any which way. He's just saying, look, there's something missing here. And if you're not careful, you're going to blame it on something external. You're just going to say, maybe God is still working, I mean, moving in, whatever. But we're saying, no. This is going to be scientific. It's going to be the reseed time and harvest. Our minds just need the discipline of focus for this work to spread through the earth. 
When Pastor Obi is mobilizing, I'm inspired. If I'm just a Christian watching, I want to, I would want to be his co-laborer in mobilizing souls. But how will I know a Pastor Obi, an S Rose, and all of you? How would I know your brag? If we don't create a 3K people service, or 4K or 10K. I've told you the logic behind this. What makes it more difficult is you're not asking people to come and pray. People want to go and pray anyways, especially Christians. Christians can gather 10,000 people in a place in London and you'll not know anything happened. They are just in their world. Locked away, irrelevant to community, means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. You won't see one single person that means a thing to the community there. Not one out of 10,000. Not one. But you see, if you gather a thousand, or like last Sunday or whenever, you already know the kind of people in that room. They are not easy to come about or to get into a church meeting. Mobilize. Show discipline and restraint. I'll do this on Thursday so that I don't keep forcing it. I think the Spirit just wants me to stay on this today. I was going to just pose two scriptures and propose a theory to you. Because Jesus says Satan is the God of this world. I'm sure you, you, you know that scripture. As it is the God of the system. Look, what is interesting with that talk is... He didn't say he was the God of this world. And he didn't say he will be the God of this world. He said he is. Then Jesus, Yehoshua, then still says he, Christ, is the light of the world. Unbelievable. You've got to think about those two things. So, there is God and light opposing if one is the God of this world, do you want to read it so that they know I'm not making it up? Then I'll close. Who is closing the service? Okay. 2 Corinthians 4 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. So you see, the job of Satan is not to attack you in your dream. Huh? His job is not to stop your finances. Or your marriage is not after. He just wants to blind. If marriage can blind you. It's fine. Whatever can blind you. Whatever can give you that blind spot. Something that redirects your focus. That makes you not see. If this wasn't Sunday. I've just started preaching now. Satan who is the God of this world. As... Blinded the minds of those who don't believe. Uh -huh. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Do you see what it does? So, hey, can I just submit something to you? If Christ is the light and Satan is the God, the only way we can tackle that is to see what Satan does. He said, he removes the light. 
is remove the light from the church. Our predecessors blinded. So it says, "What if, have you seen adults advising you before with passion, but the light that is in them is dark? They, if they could see, they would have seen that football will eventually be a paying career." They didn't know. But you see how much they beat us not to play football. Those of you who were beaten not to play football. Now they regret it. You see how much they will beat you not to be part of a community, a society. Eventually, if, and if someone makes it true. If someone bets it, they say, oh, now they will be pushing their kids. They will be looking, driving on Sunday morning to go and look for society. But they are blinded. And we can't keep talking about someone's blindness. We have to now walk in our own light. What is the essential ingredient? Essential ingredient for evolution. Essential ingredient to make sure that I didn't make Obi and Bondus and, and Peony and Pastor Oni permanently be prayer warriors behind me. What was the ingredient that must be in place? To make sure that you are truly evolving. Because if you're not evolving, you won't know. It's like monkeys evolve into men. Until they became men, a monkey does not know any better. It thinks being a monkey is fine. So it wouldn't have known. It's in a fine condition. What is the essential ingredient for evolving? Love. For if anyone says that he knows God and walks outside of love or does not walk in love, he said the same is in darkness, First John. He said the same is in darkness up till now. So when you look at nations, African nations, you know the first thing you will never find there is love. You'll find selfishness from the altar to the pews. Every Sunday, there's constant armory of selfishness. So they can't evolve. The blindness in them will be so great. So when we seemingly attack pastors, you see the pain we're talking about. It's like this blind man is telling people, pouring out more selfishness. God is going to bless you today. You're going to be fine. Your leg is going to be healed. You're, because he also wants to get something from them. He can't build it doesn't have the capacity of love. Love is capacity. Love is tolerance. Love is ignoring things you should even speak about sometimes. Love is light. So if it says I'm the light of the world, it's saying I'm the love of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his light. And when you're working in community building, it is selfless to build COD. It is selfless to give. You don't even probably know where your money is going to. But you love the vision so much. That love is still burning in your heart. It consumes you just the way it took you over the first day you heard PT speaking. That same love is still there. That same fire is still there. So when we're telling this lady, not that guy, not this guy. I just love him. We're saying no. The way we're testing your love is, your love is now shifting. It's shifting into self. And when you shift into self, you will not evolve anymore. When you shift into self, you will just have 
outward decoration without content. From where you are now to the vision you showed us, love will take you there. Because the more, the more you grow in love, the more you will have light. Thank God it did not say, I'm the light of heaven. I'm the light of where Satan is the God of. So he, Satan, walks in darkness. He blinded them. So who, imagine everywhere is in darkness because Satan, the God of this world, has blinded them. He's put them in a blind spot. He's created darkness everywhere. So my question to you is this. Who should be the people who know the way the most in that world? People who have light. You didn't hear me. I said, who should be living greater? Because everyone is in darkness now. Because he has blinded them, right? Those who have light cannot therefore be in the same darkness. So if they think piling up money is how to get to wealth, it's because he blinded them. Seed is wealth. Why? Because seed opens our eyes to create. The more we love our community, the more a PK, a P, an Estros, and everybody can love young people and want to start Tosil. What made a P only, like you said on your leadership class, you're from a good family. But you see, you love Pete's vision so much that it doesn't matter to you if you had to be seizing knives, saving knives. Uh, and guns and drugs and talks ill you were fine with it love was there it is that love that lead, led you to god man so it is not just you call seed money we are saying it is the love for a vision money was just an expression of that love Money was just saying that there's no extent you won't go to for what you love. As you're sowing, you're in Toss Hill. You guys went to Brixton. You didn't have to go. You could be young girls and young women uh, um, having, and men having affairs with each other and living the life. But love constrains you. Love restrains you to live a disciplined life because you love a vision. If love got you to Goldman and Goldhouse and Pauls and all the things you've done, love will get you to billionaireship. And the job of Satan is to constantly pester you. He wants to blind you like he's blinded them. He wants to make sure that you live in the same darkness. The same thing people listening to me from Africa. Uh, if you're listening to PT... I want you to understand this. You're already not a taker. I know you live in a continent of takers. But I want you to think about Africa. They have crude oil. They have lithium. Diamond. They still beg international world for money. So you are just a miniature. You are the miniature of your continent. If you keep begging. Miniature, that's the right word. You're just a little manifestation. Almost all Africans beg. But not far-fetched. Because even their country beg for money. So, so, so the same African youth would then say, look at our bad government. See how much they've ruined us. You are your government. You're already begging from your young age. You have bulls. Uh, no. <laughs> Offering basket. Your pastor is begging you. As he begs you, you're begging someone you think is rich abroad. 
then your nation is begging WHO, begging health organization, begging food organization, begging water organization, begging everybody. But our kids are also doing it. They call it giveaway. They have one nonsensical word, bad word. They say show love. They say show love. They reduce love to money giving. Beggars. Love will keep you evolving. Do you have that scripture? Now I want to close. So if you're watching and you, 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 you think you're a national, everyone mentoring you from London City, ask them for knowledge more. Otherwise you end life begging like your countries do. Since I was born, Nigeria has never stopped begging. Until we started begging China. Of all people in the world, for God's sake. We beg Lebanese. We beg everybody. Every single person. We didn't evolve. We got more religious. But we never evolved. You left the church space. You evolved when you started Tors Hill. We evolved when we sent you, Daniel, Abby and Co. to Brixton. That's a people trying to evolve. And it took love for you to do what you did. When you, when you were in Lewisham, a 20-something-year-old boy, 24, 23, 20, preaching in Lewisham. Why? Love. But that's what led you where you are now. If we don't lose the fire of that love. Because I want to emphasize to you that Satan is looking to blind you. The blind people by telling them now, you've got to put something aside for your own self now. It's blind. It's called the blind leading the blind. Imagine how many pulpits in Africa today that the blind has gone to lead the blind. Telling them things that will never be. Receiving and fleecing the old generation just to ask the poor again. What is the need to gather 20,000 poor people in a place? Out of the 20,000, you have maybe 20. That's seemingly doing well. But I will beg in one instance. Give them one little opportunity, the ball is out. That is not a people. But you see, the hope for those people is you. Expanding your capacity for love. So now we've seen that love is way bigger than she greets me, I don't greet him. Sometimes love even makes you not to greet some people. <laughs> love is bigger than all that now. Love is capacity to do what it takes to build those schools for those kids. It is the love of God that compels us. Love kept a pity in this nation. Love, when I look at my own seed, given is difficult. But you're looking at that seed and saying, this is my love seed. This is why I worship. This is my love life. Otherwise, every other thing is talk. Read this scripture quickly. Anyone who claims to be in the light, but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light. Do you understand this scripture? So before you, you, you just reduce this to greetings, 
Remember 1 John chapter 3 verse 16. Greater love than this has no man. If Africa has leaders that can lay down their life for their people, we will be free. But we don't. So, Nigeria is going to have elections soon. And I, I, don't, I can't predict who will be president. I don't, I don't predict. I'm not, uh, Jesus is not walking into the room. He never just comes to me. I don't know why. But seriously, scientifically and logically, I'm just going to base it on certain index. Like who has raised more people? I'm not going to guess. I'm not going to guess what you will do. I'm not going to guess what you will do when you become the highest office holder in the country. I'm not going to guess. I'm just going to walk by because I, I raise people so I know no matter how rosy anybody wants to make it sound, I know your life is gone already. So I just want to see people you've raised. Every other equation is inconsequential. I'm not saying the person will then win or not. I'm just saying this is logic and I stand with logic instead of guesswork. Love is it. So when it sends you back to mobilize, just know that you, John was born. You know, we grew up being told that John, and I've preached it too, then I'm thinking, who even told me? They threw him in oil. Yeah. He actually went to the island with bonds. He, he, he just escaped. So we were told that it was, there was no bond. It was actually burnt. He has cars. That's why they put him there to go and die. I said that to say that in this work, in the raising of people, is a difficult task. Power is never really just given. It's fought for. It's taken. And so if we're dreaming of this thing, Tamitolu, it's going to cost you. By, by the time you get to this destination of the vision you're showing us, the words are sweet. Hyper volume, the word is sweet. Hyper, you know, volume. Oh my God. These are sweet words. But by the time you finally get here, you will have no pride remaining in you. You will have nothing remaining in you. You will only be, how do I put this now? You will have self-confidence because you talk it to yourself. Because things will happen to you that makes you lose self-confidence. You'll feel inadequate because of things that would happen. So it will have to be the word that is carrying you and putting confidence in you so that you don't look weak to yourself. When things happen to you, you lose confidence. And that's why Paul had to tell them, cast not away this confidence, which has a great reward. So you have to talk yourself back. Don't worry about it. You have to talk yourself back into confidence. But you know everything is tripping you. Tears and, and, and blood and sweat is how to get to hyper volume. You're going to have people that you think would help you get there, but God don't want them to help you get there. And you have to be willing to walk the journey by yourself. And if the fire of love is still burning there, you will get there because love will evolve you. Love will keep you. 
Love has kept this house for years. And that's why once you stop evangelizing, that means God cannot see the expression of love. It's not asking you to mobilize because he needs to see 2,000 people. God sees thousands of people on a daily basis. Um, David, those concerts have tens of thousands of people. God is not looking at those. He's looking at you. Mega leadership is what God is raising you for. And it takes a burning passion, a burning spirit of love and grace. A forgiving spirit otherwise you'll be bitter people will disappoint you in the base or in COD and you carry bitterness you'll say what people can do no love has to swallow that I was telling one of the pastors I can't find hate in me sometimes I'm actually looking for it sometimes someone has really hurt you but I just can't find it it's like God removed that element because of what he wants to do because if the fire of love is not burning you will not win souls anymore you all know what souls have done to you but trust me rejoice in it because it's your key to evolution it's your key love is it did you finish that scripture Pio, are you ready quiet you can join me now if you want did you finish it anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light i'm the light of the world and now says anyone who loves his brother and sister lives in the light again again love is laying down our lives you know in the church i grew up with they would, they would teach and say oh there's no love in this church. there's no love in this church there's no love in this church and guess what we resort to doing we do love feasts <laughs> love feast me you bring your rice and let's sit down together and i wish now i can tell them again that you know after eating the rice go home with each other now go home, live with each other for one week. Then we will know if you love. God, make, God asked me to remind you that whoever feels the most cheated among you is the one whose capacity to love is being tested the most. Take it in and let God lift you. Not, not feel separated oh, you see the way they be you 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 are throwing away many years of sacrifice enter into your own harvest and don't be a loser walk in that love don't don't let us just idolize someone you know what we tend to do most times and it's fine to encourage your leaders we just say ah i love pity so much he laid down his life for us man pity is looking at you and saying yeah are you ready to lay down your life for for him too don't just let us have a story for 50 years about how much pity sacrifice. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I hear you. But it's sweet from your own mouth because I know what you are also doing on a daily basis. Even the ones that I cannot see. Don't cast your confidence away. If love is still in you, if bitterness is not there, if you are walking in the light, the God of this world has nothing on you. Lift up your voice. Let's worship. I have one more call to make, then I'll hand over the microphone. Uh, I can see the comments now. Let me see the comments. You gave your life. You're in a beautiful exchange. It is certainly the women's year. 
So I'm expecting thousands of women in the match service. I'm seeing that only us can break an eternal chain. But people say, women don't work together, women don't do this, women don't do that. If we don't break it from here, it, it remains unbroken. You're all going to work together. There is no way people will not offend each other. It's not possible. But how do we know you love if you're not offended? How do we know you have capacity to lead a state, a local government, if you don't understand how to take offense and release it and negotiate out and become friends? In our black blood, once someone offends you, you know what we are taught to do? Avoid them. That's poverty. That's how and why our parents ended up this way. We don't see use. We see emotions. So what if so so, so offends you? Are you saying it's not needed? Ever again in your life. So now you stay away. You have no capacity. How are you telling me somebody in Nigeria, he said... This man, he said, oh, that idiot, he's calling him names. He said, he abused you all the time as PT now. He does this. I said, let me tell you, if I see him now, I won't even do as if I've heard anything he said. I'm just going to love him. If it's useful. I'm not even going to, you would have to be reminding me and I'm going to be trying to block you and say, don't feel embarrassed. No, no, I'm, I'm good. Black people are just too full of emotions. Yet we pray a lot. So I wonder, what is this prayer do? You know what it's going to take to build 140 companies? Look, it's sweet talk. It's talk. And that's sweet. And that's cheap. Your tolerance will be tested. Otherwise, God will not just allow the art of those CEOs to take to you. They won't just... Um, deep you because he knows you can't handle this you can't protect them but everyone who is prepared to die will live every single person so after the Phoebe's everything for the for, for the match service is their bill is theirs 110 like 100 plus 10 yeah bible reader do you agree with me use the microphone i agree sir thank you just wanted to hear your voice we're gonna watch it for about five minutes your leaders are walking in love and if there's any one of them that is not yet perfected in love hide that time or delay or punishment will make them adjust. Love is death. Love is not emotion. So forget what you feel for a man. That's fine. You people can do both. Now, on the greater dimension of love, the only key to evolution. We got here because of love, guys. I just love this work too much. Like money won't stop me. You've never known when we don't have. And we have many times that we have nothing. But once that mission mind comes, we know. The houses you all live in is love. 
Otherwise, what do you need a mansion for? What do you need a mansion for? And a footballer buys a mansion and their mansions are not better than yours. It's just them. You need it because you have many people with you. And if love is not there, that house will be disgusting to you. What I came to say in mobilization fundraiser series is keep the love burning and you will never not meet target. When love dwindles, not meeting target, it will be numb. It will just be numb. I rest my case, guys. Let's sing. Wait, so that I can sit down. Sorry. People think we don't know our way into Africa. I know the way there. It's called naive love. We will be silly. The takers will look smart. But that's the only way in. It's love, capacity. And tell people you get too easily offended. What is it? What have they said that you are warmed up and angry? What, what, what is it? Why? Yet you will say this person should go and lead a nation, lead a state. This one. What, what is, what's the big deal? Someone said, so, 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 well, yeah, so is the world going to end? Why are you so insecure? I told you on Christmas Day, when those kind of things hit you, God is putting a spotlight an area in your life now that you need to work on. Honestly, if you work on that, you will evolve to the next person. And there is no economy, nothing will be able to stop you. Go through this week and let the fire of love burn. Pastor Sam, what you do back is all the target, just put love in front of it. Let's see. We're not going to relax because we've come too far, right? can take the nations with love sometimes you're taking things in you feel like talking you are angry take it in let love swallow it you live off god bless you i love you god bless you